There is no doubt that running a business and being an entrepreneur can be one of the loneliest jobs on the planet. And in my experience, it's really been super important to surround myself with some really good mentors and coaches and advisors and really good friends. And so today, I'm sitting down with one of my go-to advisors and friends, Haley Hunter Hines. Haley is a strategic consultant and intuitive advisor to leaders called to really create their soul-centered business and life. Her business model has really always revolved around service and giving, which is something I've always admired about her. Even when she's flitting around the world, taking women on transformational retreats and experiences, she's always tying it back in some way, shape, or form to giving back. She has always felt called to really help other people craft businesses that also give back and really make a global impact, right? That's what that's what giving back can do. And so her big vision is all about helping soul-centered CEOs not only make their millions, but more importantly, give back so that together we can give millions. When Haley asked me to be a part of her newest creation, the Soul Centered CEO Collective, and she shared this big vision with me, I was an immediate yes. Of course, I want to grow my business. And yes, I'd love to build this to be a seven-figure business, but it only really will be satisfying if that business can also serve other people. So I'm so excited to share this conversation with you today. Whether you are a business owner or not, I really hope that this conversation will get you thinking about ways that you can become more soul-centered. So with that, let's get into the inside story with Haley Hunter-Hines. Hi, I'm April Adams Pertwee. I'm your host of the Inside Story podcast. I've been telling people stories my entire adult life as a broadcast journalist, video producer, and digital storyteller. These days, you can find me at Lightbeamers, where I'm building a community of women who are ready to step into their brave by sharing their story with the world. On the Inside Story podcast, I'm bringing you some of the best stories I'm discovering from both the women inside of my community, as well as from around the streets of the internet. Plus, I'm digging deep to share some of my own stories with you along the way. My hope is that these stories will help encourage you to examine your own story so that you can share it with other people. I have a motto at Lightbeamers. When we share our stories, we shine a light. So with that in mind, let's get down to business today and share the light found in this episode. This episode of the Inside Story podcast is being brought to you by the Storytelling Symposium. This is our community-wide annual event where we bring women and men together from all sectors of life to discuss what does it look like for you to step into your brave and share your story. I talk to so many women every day who think their story doesn't matter, it's not important, it's not big enough, it couldn't possibly make an impact, or they know they have a story, but they just have no idea where to start or how to share it. This is exactly why I created the Storytelling Symposium. 
This special event is an opportunity for you to come learn more about how to excavate the layers of your story and how to give your story meaning and impact. We are all walking around with a story to share, yet so often women play it small. They keep it quiet and they let other stories pass them by. The symposium is your opportunity to step into the power of your story and to be surrounded by the most amazing speakers and guest teachers, as well as other amazing attendees that we will have in this workshop where you can network and share stories together that will help empower you to step into your brave and share your own story. This is a storytelling event like no other. It's especially curated with you in mind. So I invite you to join us for our next event on April 29th and 30th of 2021, which is a virtual event this year. And that means it should be an easy way for you to say yes. For more information on the 2021 Storytelling Symposium that is hosted by Lightbeamers, I'd love for you to check it out. Go to lightbeamers.com and click on the events tab in the top navigation bar. Be sure to reach out to me if you have any questions and I sure hope to see you there. Welcome, 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 Lightbeamers and Inside Story Podcast listeners. I'm so excited you're tuning in today. I'm your host, April Adams Pertwee, and I have with me one of my dear friends, and collaborators and just shining lights in my life, Haley Hunter Hines. Haley, I'm so excited we get to do this chat today and get you officially onto the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Such a pleasure, darling. Always a blessing to spend time with you in whatever form I can do it. So I know that's how I feel too. And so this is um, just a, another way that we can get get the messages out there is on the podcast and sharing you and all of your brilliant wisdom with um, our podcast listeners. And so I would love to kind of jump in, you know, we talked about in the open a lot of your background and like what you're doing nowadays with this Soul Centered CEO Collective. And um, I would really love to just jump in with this concept. Um, We're just going to go right for it. And then we'll kind of backtrack a little bit about, you know, of course, I want to dig into your story and all of that. Um, with what does it really mean to you? Like if you define what a soul-centered CEO is, what is a soul-centered CEO in your definition? You know, I would say that it's someone that is obviously an entrepreneur or a visionary business leader that has a big vision, but also has a big heart. Uh, So this would be someone that, you know, looks for, opportunities for expansion and and revenue and abundance, but also has a heart for service. So really their intention is to make more so they can give more. How can they expand their business so they can make a bigger impact? That's really what I would say in a nutshell is what I feel is is really the embodiment of a soul-centered CEO. Obviously there's, you know, elements of that that include uh, connection and collaboration and community. And I think those are the three C words that I would say really embody what we're trying to create inside the collective. But at the essence, it's someone that they really wants to grow and expand and leave a legacy of love and light and of service and impact. Let's go into exactly what the collective is then, because you that with that definition of what a soul-centered CEO is, you create 
created something and started something um, really in, in, in 2021, just recently as the time of, of, of us recording this, that you launched into creating this space um, that is the Soul Centered CEO Collective. And so how are you bringing that vision together into that collective and what exactly is the collective? So I, I think it it's always helpful to start from what the the initial intention was and kind of share how it's now come into like real life. And and I think what happened is a few years ago, I was working with the Women's Cooperative in Nicaragua and we were doing these beautiful fundraisers and these events around creating businesses that give back. And I gave a lot of talks about this. I did a lot of speaking around the, the benefit of creating a business that can be for profit and of benefit. And so I think what I really got inspired, it, this was probably 2018, right after I met you, I think. Mm-hmm. What happened is I had so many other women entrepreneurs specifically kind of come alongside and see the vision that I was trying to create and, and really get into it and decide that they also wanted to support that dream of build at the time it was building these 10 homes for this beautiful women's cooperative in Nicaragua. We, we taught them how to create their own business and how to create jewelry so they could sell it and make money for their family. So there were just so many lessons and learnings from that moment. And what I realized is that we don't have to do it alone. And in fact, we are much more powerful and um, impactful when we when we all come together for a common purpose. And I think that's when the, the vision for the collective came to me. And I was like, wow, what if, what if we got all these people that are extraordinary humans that have these, you know, incredible business ideas and these beautiful ways of serving humanity? What if we got them together in a community with the intention, you know, when one of us rises, we all rise, that we, we could we could do so much more when we collaborate together. And that really was the kind of the starting point in the seed. But then, like you said, in 2021, it kind of came to fruition of this was the perfect time. And it was the perfect time because we had just spent an entire year without uh-huh. We, we couldn't connect with each other. We couldn't go to our conferences and our events and our retreats and all the beautiful things that we normally do that provide this kind of heart-to-heart and belly-to-belly connection. So what I set out to do is really create basically what I needed, which is what we <laughs> do as entrepreneurs, right? Um, I was missing people and human connection and those conversations, And so we really kind of infused all of these pieces into the collective, which are now beautiful and and deepening relationships, because I think now more than ever, we need to feel connected. We need to feel seen and known and loved and supported and to know that we're not alone on the journey. And then we layer kind of these business principles and these expansion opportunities within it. And give people an opportunity to support each other in collaboration, right? In partnership and affiliate. Like, let me help you make your dream come true. And then we move to the next one and we make your dream come true, right? Knowing that, again, when when each of us are allowed to have our shine time, it's it's extraordinary what can happen when you put those kinds of people together that are showing up to serve with the understanding that it all kind of comes together full circle when it's their opportunity, 
to make their dream come true. And then together we can give more. It's just, it's been a really beautiful kind of adventure from that moment in 2018 when I thought, wow, what if we did this thing? What if we, what if we put this together? And now it's been even, I think, more extraordinary, more beautiful than I ever even imagined that it would be. And it's been a beautiful experience. Yeah. Love it. Well, yeah. As someone who is in that collective, I am a proud member of the Soul Centered CEO Collective and and Soul Centered CEO Collective is actually supporting our symposium, our storytelling symposium that uh, we will be hosting uh, virtually at the end of April, which is just coming up in a few weeks at the time of this recording. And so, you know, it's it's been such a beautiful experience as a member, you know, because there is so much support, there's so much collaboration, there's so much learning that's taking place. Like each member comes to the table having had certain experiences and, and, and expertise in a wheelhouse that they just share openly and give to all of us. And uh, it's, uh, it is and, and the fact that we're all going and building these businesses together, so not only that we can hit our own goals in terms of our business, but that we also have this bigger common goal of being able to give back to certain organizations. And one that you did just recently was so amazing because you held um, a summit recently, which was opened up to the public and, you know, ticket sales were brought in, money was brought in through ticket sales. And then that money then worked towards a common goal and a common good working with um, the Power of Love Foundation, say the Power of Love. And we were, you tell like we, what we were able to do with that money. Like, let's give a concrete example of where some of this money gets to go as we come together as a collective to, to help, you know, get the money coming in. Right. 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 And, and obviously the, really the one, one of the caveats for becoming a member in the collective is the willingness to, to give a portion of your revenue. Right. I feel very strongly about that. And that I, I've, set that kind of as a boundary. Like, you know what, if you've already got something that you're working toward or working on, we want to support you in that. However, we'd also love for you to be part of any of the fundraising activities that we do. So as a collective and, and the nonprofit partner that we chose for the summit um, was the Power of Love Foundation. And with those again, sponsorships and tickets and everything, we were able to raise enough to support 10 women in creating a new business through the microloan program that Power of Love Foundation has. So basically we were able to provide not only the starting seed money, but also two years of support and training. Because as we all know as entrepreneurs, like, yeah, we can get started, but if we don't really know what we're doing, Yeah. The likelihood of us being successful is significantly less. So so with this program, uh, we did fund these ladies for the opportunity to be supported for two years in their business. So those are the kinds of things that um, for me are very important. Right. As we bring in revenue, let's let's plant seeds. Let's put it back into our community or into projects that are meaningful for us. And so, yeah, with with that particular program, we were able to do that um, collaboration with Power of Love and it was so lovely. It was, it was, it was really beautiful. And, you know, you brought in the, the uh, CEO or executive director of that organization and she got to speak to our group and it just, it just enhanced the whole experience. And I know that, 
you know, so many people that listen to this podcast, so many people that follow Light Beamers, people that are in our community, you know, we're filled with heart-spaced people, heart-spaced women, you know, mission-driven entrepreneurs, and just people who do want to leave this planet in a better place than the way we got to be here, right? Like we're always, you know, really looking for things like that. And so that was one of the fun things about when I first met you, which I always think is a fun story to tell, which uh, I guess was in that 2018 timeframe, it seems like. Um, we were both attending a, a, a leadership, a women's leadership event, and you were there sharing and selling some of the jewelry from that women's collective that you were a part of and that was part of your business. And you know, people who know me personally know that I'm a jewelry freak, especially large earrings, you know, (laughs) that's kind of my thing. And so you had this table, it's like day one, we're walking into like, you know, you know, getting in for the opening ceremonies of this event. And you have a table out there with this jewelry. And, you know, Haley, if you guys don't know who she is, you need to look her up and first of all, follow her. We're going to leave all the, all the links to all of her things. But she's got this big, huge mane of blonde, curly, wavy hair. And I love Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks is like my favorite musical artist. She's such a gorgeous storyteller and songwriter. And I've just always loved her music. And so I've always had this fascination with Stevie Nicks, little FYI. And to me, Haley looks like Stevie Nicks, you know? And I was like, oh my gosh, who is this woman? I me- I immediately fell in love with you. But then I went over to your table and started talking to you about the jewelry. And then you started telling me this story, right? Like, this is what we're doing. You know, we're supporting these women and their collective and, you know, eventually raising money to build homes so they can live in a safe environment and, and all this stuff. And that when that fell out of your mouth, I was just like, oh, my gosh, you're a light beamer. You know, like to me, that was like, holy cow. And truth be told, you and I have been like fast friends since that day. Like we haven't left each other's side. We've been really great friends ever since then. And that whole experience that weekend really led into that. But it's been fun to watch you, you know, over these years, continue to to live this mission out and figure out ways to make it bigger and better and bring more people into the fold, right? Like it goes from selling jewelry yourself and letting that be a vehicle for your own company to now like bringing in, you know, all of these entrepreneurs that are now part of the Soul Centered CEO Collective and it grows, it continues to grow um, and will continue to grow. And I know your vision is for it to be, you know, much bigger than it is today, which is fun and exciting to see that that will unfold. But it's just been really, really fun to watch you step into that. You know, and like you mentioned last year, 2020, such a crazy year. Talk a little bit about your own business. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously the collective is part of that now, but you didn't have that really before the pandemic happened. And so because you have a really interesting background of having this kind of gypsy lifestyle, having traveled the world, putting on events for women, these really transformational retreats and doing amazing things. But all of that changed in 2020. So how did the, how did 2020 change you and your whole business model? I did spend a long time in a super like buttoned up corporate path and did all the right things and made my way to the corner office and all the things. Right. And in 2016, I decided that I was going to finally give myself permission to 
be very brave. April, you would be so proud of that moment when I step into your brave, into my brave. And I decided that, you know, life is, life is too short, right? Life, we don't, we're not guaranteed another day, another week, another month, another year. And so I finally realized that the path that I was on was not the fullest expression of my soul. And I realized that at that moment I needed to make another another decision and a different take a different path. And so I quit that job, put my things in storage. And I knew that I wanted to be in like full-time service and speaking and teaching and traveling the world. And I finally was like, I'm doing it. And so I started creating these really beautiful in-person experiential and, and, and transformative retreats and experiences for women. Again, something I wanted to do. And so I just basically created the things that I wanted to do the most and invited ladies to the party. And so for four years, that's what I did. And I found places in the world that my soul sparkled and I felt lit up and excited and just felt like we needed to spend some more time there. And so, you know, places like, well, Paris, which... Paris. Yes. I've talked about the Paris experience on this podcast. Yes. Yes. You guys need to, you need to go back to the red dress episode and check that out and learn about that, that Paris experience. Absolutely. Sparkling Paris, South of France, um, Tuscany, Mallorca, Spain, um, islands off the coast of England, uh, you know, Peru, Sacred Valley, Peru, Machu Picchu, all these places that I had always felt drawn to be. And um, so that was really my life. And I, I didn't have a home base in, in that four-year period of time. I was supposed to only go for 90 days, ended up being four years. These things sometimes happen. <laughs> it was really beautiful. I took a few trips to Nicaragua to work with our ladies there. I did a service meet sparkle experience there um, for a lot of women. So those were really beautiful experiences. And about a year ago this time, um, at the time of this recording, I was in Italy and I was going to be there for a few months. And then at the last minute had to just pack everything up like crazy last minute and get myself from Italy back to the U S cause we just didn't know. We didn't really know what was going on. Right. And, uh, so I, now I've been here for the last year and obviously we haven't been able to gather together right. in real life. And so that's where it really became clear to me that in the space between, right? Because I love to flitter and I love to go and do things and all the things. What I realized is that now was the time to really anchor in what I believe is my legacy, which is this, this collective. And it, it took kind of being in one place, right? I couldn't run around anymore. I couldn't go anywhere. I had to be still, and allow myself to really ground in the vision for what I believe will be the next 10 years of my life. And not to say I won't do the sparkly things, but but the priority and the intention and the energy uh, that I want to pour into this group of entrepreneurs is like nothing I've ever been inspired to do before. And this feels like the most important thing that I probably have ever done. So yeah, it was a, a bit of a transition last year. And we are going to be doing our sparkly things again, um, Paris again and some other things. But for me, that was the biggest shift is not being able to go and be everywhere. So how can I pivot and transition 
and lay a foundation of something that is so important, not only to me, but I think for humanity, like helping these entrepreneurs expand into millions can change the world. And that's my commitment. I love it. And I was just thinking, Haley, as you were sitting there talking and, you know, you and I talk all the time about just like what's going on in our lives and our businesses, but I don't think you and I've ever said it this way. Like it took being grounded to get grounded for you. Like, right. Like you had to like physically be grounded. You couldn't fly around the world anymore and do all the things and be on all your little places that you like to, you know, jet off to the here and go here and go there. Like, no, you had to actually, you had to be grounded because of the pandemic. And in that moment, you got really grounded in this work, which is so cool, you know, so neat how that, how the universe and the spirit just moves, you know, through these experiences. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, like I said, I had the idea two or three years ago. Yeah, it was always there, of course. It's been there. But I think also the timing was perfect too, because it wasn't until we weren't able to be together in real life that we realized how much we needed it. Like desperately needed the connection. And I would say that while I think the experience that we're having right now is one of expansion and abundance and growth, it's also about the deepening of relationships that we never knew we needed, but we've always dreamed of, right? Like we've, we feel like we've got some, and I call it church chat. You know how like, it's like, hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? Right? And it's just this very like. Surface level. Surface level. And I'm not very, I'm not very good at that conversation, by the way. Like, but I think all of us are really wanting to be more real and authentic and, and, and honest. And sometimes we're not given space to do that. And I think what's been really beautiful to me is to watch not only is the growth and expansion happening, but the deepening of these relationships. And it's like, hey, today I'm not okay. Today I'm not okay. And I would love support in this way or this way. And being able to share on that level, I think that's probably the most extraordinary. Because you can get business advice and you can get different things from other places, but it's almost like mastermind meets soul family, which is such a beautiful hybrid, a hybrid to me that I. That's a good way to describe it. That's exactly what it is like is it is a mastermind clearly. Cause we, you know, talk a lot of business in there, but it is just this uh, soul family, just beautiful collection of humans that are doing good work in the world, amazing work in the world and want to do more, you know, by way of giving back and supporting each other. Um, and it's like, you know, nobody's in it for their own, for themselves, you know, like it's not, they're not putting their ego first. Right. Right. Yeah, definitely. So, so good. You know, one of the things that you've talked about over the years is, you know, you especially once you left your corporate work and decided to build out this, this business that you now have around soul sparkle living and now soul centered CEO, but, you know, really like a lot of people like, well, how did you launch that? Like, how did you get all these women to come to different places around the world? How did you fill these programs? How did you do this thing? And like, one of the things that I love about you is that you've really used storytelling to build your business. I mean, you have, that's like, like that has been your secret weapon and your main strategy. Can you talk a little bit about that? Cause you know, I love that piece of it. Well, of course. And I, I tell you this every time that that's really 
because I've had people ask me several times, well, how did you, how did you get started? And da, 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 da. And I even spoke at, you know, an international business management class a few weeks ago for the TCU and the students were like, okay, what's the secret? Like, what did you do? How did you get all the people? And I said, you know what? All I did, I showed up consistently and I shared the stories of my life. And I'm telling you, that is really all that, in my opinion, if you don't have a strategy for marketing, just share your story, where you've come and where you're going. You know, for me, I had a very clear and you teach this, April, in your methods. It's, this is where I was. This is where I am now. And the whole lot of things that happen in the space between. And I can teach you how to do those things if you want to get from where you are now to where you want to be. That's, that's really it, you know? And so for me, that became just a very easy uh, way to create engagement, to create interest, if you will, in what I was doing, because they could see the life that I was living because I was telling them about it. Yes. You were telling the story. I was sharing. And it's interesting because I just posted something yesterday and you saw it this morning about, you know, things always work out for us. So what I found though, is sometimes I, you know, I I would share and I would share and I would share those things because they were, they were like, little breadcrumbs from God, right? Like I've got you, right? I've got you. And I kept acknowledging those things and sharing those things. And then I remember there was a space when I thought, well, people are really going to think, who does she think she is? Because I mean, let me tell you, I'm having like champagne on patios in the South of France and I'm doing all these things. And it was extraordinary. So there was a moment when I thought, I can't tell them all of this because it's going to be too much. Too much. Oh, we hear that in our head, don't we? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's too much magic. It's, they're not, they're never going to believe this. I can't, I can't share that. Right. Going into that phase. And then I would, you know, that's the blessing I think of these Facebook um, memories because things come up and you're like, man, how I have to share this. I have to give them hope for the future that's possible, you know? And I think for me, when I have shared my story of not just the good stuff, but like the other parts too, because to me, right. And it's, I never wanted people to think that this has always been my life because this has not always been my life, right? I had to go through a whole lot of things, a whole lot of suffering in order to get to this point. So what I've always tried to do from a storytelling perspective is say, hey, guess what? Hasn't always been sparkles and fairy dust. Like, had to go through things. And now I'm able to share these stories with you, but I want you to know where I've been so you can know how much I appreciate where I am. And like you said, those stories give others hope of what's possible, right? It's not about bragging or look at me at the South of France with my champagne. It's not about that. It is about, you guys watched me. I set out on a mission to craft a life that I'd loved by leaving my corporate job because that wasn't, that wasn't sprinkles and fairy dust over there, right? And so you made a decision, you were brave and made that decision to leave. And so when you did and you shared that story, 
you have to also sit, share the story of what does it look like when those dreams come to fruition. It's okay and safe to share those stories because it does allow others to see it's possible. Right. You know, and it's also okay to share the stories, as you said, of when things weren't always beautiful and, and perfect because that those are also real. Those are also very, very real because with the champagne and sitting in the south of France comes, you know, some of the craziness that comes with it, you know, and I'm sure you could tell story after story after story of just traveling around Europe and like navigating that and things that happen. And it doesn't all, it just like, you know, you sharing leaving Italy, you know, in the dark of night to get home before this pandemic really blew up on us. That was not easy. That was a, that was kind of a, a scary moment, but you made it right. And you actually shared that story at the time too. Like you, yeah. you've just done that. You've done that so well of just communicating with your audience and just sharing the story. And I think that it's so important to say that, especially on this podcast and in this, in this body of work yeah. around storytelling that I try to share because we overcomplicate so many things and there are just a bajillion marketing strategies out there for business owners. I mean, you know, just open up your computer and Google or turn on Facebook and you'll get hit with a bunch of them. But really at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be complicated. It's really about communicating with your audience and building the know, like, and trust with your audience so that when you do open up an opportunity to like, hey, do you want to join me in Paris for this five-day retreat? You have a ripe audience of people that have been following the journey that a handful of them are going to raise their hands and say, yeah, that that's the one I'm going to go on or now's my time. And that's how you've been able to fill your events everywhere you go is because it's not complicated. You know, you just share the stories, make the offers and uh, people come along for the journey. Yeah. I've never made it complicated. I mean, you know, you try to help me make it a little more, you know, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, if you're, again, if you're listening and you're just getting started, literally all you have to do is listen to April and do the thing she says about going consistently and sharing where you're at and, and sharing it from, your authentic voice and your truth. That, that has been, I think for me, the one thing that has probably been, I would say the most compelling and the most magnetic toward, toward me and my business is because I don't use any other language or words or strategies that do not feel completely in alignment with myself, right? Like I don't outsource writing or things that I, because I just, it's not my voice. Like it doesn't sound like me. It's not the same, you know? So, so I would just say that you don't have to make it complicated. It's just being real and being honest and telling the truth of what the situation is. Now I have a few parameters around that for myself. I'm like, once I'm on the other side, I can reflect back and share that story, right? Those are the kinds of things that I do, but but I would just say, you know, being real and using your own voice and being authentic. That's That's all people ever want. I mean, it's all I ever want in relationships and friendships. So what else is there? Yeah. And going back to kind of like what we've experienced this past year, the things that we're craving, right? That's what we're craving. We're craving that authentic realness from people because, you know, none of us got out of this without some bumps and bruises. And so we need to, we need to just be honest about it. Right. So um, that's what makes it so juicy and compelling is when 
we just show up being being real and sharing the story of it. So I love I love that that that's been your journey. It's been it's, it's worked for you. It's worked for you very well. And, you know, you continue to get to step into living the life that you are really designing yourself. It's not anyone else's but yours. And you get to design the business the same way, you know, designing the business based off, like you said, things that you wanted to go do, things that felt like what you needed or things that you wanted to experience at the time. And now that's what really the collective is all about. And so when you look forward now, what are some of the visions and things that you see coming your way? Like, let's put it out there. Let's make it, you know, known to the universe because that's really the magic, right? Of sharing what the vision is. Yeah. Okay. So for me personally, in my own now moment, I am ready to fly to my next place where my soul sparkles and my light shines. So I'm in the process of putting those wheels in motion and that is what's happening. I feel like I will be even more inspired and even more lit up when I'm surrounded by, you know, just beauty and and the the energy and the place that I want to be in is very important to me. Um, So there's that for me personally. Then I would say for the collective, what I feel so excited about is that, you know, the vision is, it's big. It's the, it's a big one. And it is that we will continue to grow and expand not only from the the members, like the numbers that will be called to be with us, but that each of the members that choose to say yes and come all in will make it to the level of expansion and growth with absolute ease and grace that they desire to be at, whether that's six figures, seven figures, eight and beyond, and whatever that is, that they would be able to reach that goal. And then that together, the collective, we could give a million dollars per year for the next 10 years. Oh, I love it. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to say that again, that this collective and the members themselves will grow at a level and at a pace that allows the collective as a whole, as a unit, to give a million dollars a year for the next 10 years. So $10 million back out into organizations. You know, we've mentioned one of them, Power of Love. That's just one that we that we have supported so far. But there are many more on the list um, that we've kind of earmarked and and named. And so that money goes back into these organizations that, that Haley, you have vetted, like you've checked them out. You've made sure that, you know, the money goes where it says it goes and all those things, because, you know, that's so important too. How exciting is that vision? I love it. Yeah. Well, and you know that we're not alone, right? Like, yes. and I learned this, like I said, years and years ago, when I, when I first started down that path of, oh, well, I'm going to need to raise all these thousands and thousands of dollars to these projects. But I'm like, actually, all I needed to do was anchor and hold the vision for what I wanted to create and then call people forward, call them forth to help support it in whatever way they felt called. And I learned the power of really of amplification, right? Uh Of attention, of energy, of resources. And when we all come together for a common purpose, it's extraordinary what's possible versus me just over here doing my own thing or you doing your own thing. You know, we can do so much more 
when we come together to get it as a collective. That I think is what's super exciting to me is the realization that, wow, it's really possible. It's like not that much money, right? For each of us, when we are able to step into that next level of expansion and make the commitment to, you know, when one of us rises, we all rise and we're going to make an incredible impact on the world just because we're all in this with the willingness and the heart for service. So beautiful. It is so beautiful. And it is just a joy and a treasure and an honor really to be on that journey with you and to be inside that collective, to be a member. I am so proud to be a part of it. And I can't wait to not, you know, obviously not only grow my own business to a certain level so that I can contribute to that. And I, you know, am contributing to that already, but like at that level, right? Like that is part of the vision. It's what really made me want to be a part of it. It was not, it was, it was such an easy yes. You know, this is one of the easiest I don't know, ways that I have spent money inside my business in a long time. It's like, yep, no problem. Sign me up. I want to be a part of that. Um, So thank you so much for sharing that with us and being open to sharing that big vision, because sometimes I think people are scared to speak that big, not you, I know you're not, but (laughs) some people are scared, but you know, it is kind of hard sometimes to say it because you're like, oh my gosh, it's so big, you know, like, can I spit it out? But it's important that that we as light beamers continue to share that openly with people and not be afraid to share our big visions with each other, even when we don't know exactly how we're going to do it. Although you actually have built a roadmap for how, but sometimes you don't even know how that big vision is going to come into play, right? Like, I don't really know how I'm going to do this, but this is my vision. You know, and I've talked a lot about that when, even when I started Light Beamers, I mean, I had a vision of creating a platform where women's voices would be heard. I, did I know how? No, I really didn't at the time. But like, here we are, you know, now we're doing it. And, and now I just got to, I want to go do it in uh, even bigger ways. And so we don't always know that how, but you know, for me too, when I started sharing that with people and I started, you know, saying that's what I wanted to do, people got on board and that's what happened. So sharing your vision with other people is so important, making it publicly known, you know, staking that, that stake in the ground, if you will, because that's what helps you go and then figure out all the pieces of the how that will allow you to actually bring that vision into reality. So thank you for being a light by sharing that with all of us and with our listeners. Thank you for being here and sharing this, this soul-centered CEO way of being and not only being in business, but being in life. And I know that this will be inspiring and encouraging to many others who listen to this. And of course, we're going to link up in the show notes if you want to learn more about just Haley in general, you can follow her and I'll leave all the links for that, but I will also leave a link where you can learn more about the soul centered CEO. If you would, the collective, if you would like to investigate that for yourself and perhaps join us in that collective, you're there. We're there with open wide open arms. If that mission uh, feels, you know, if you feel called to that as well. So thank you Haley for being with us today on the inside story and sharing some of your inside stories with us. It's always fun when you and I get together and get to talk and hang out. Always. I love it. Always a blessing and a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. You're so welcome. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And if you found this episode fabulous, then give it a review, share it out with your friends, tell everybody you know about the Inside Story podcast. Make sure you're subscribed. 
and we will see you right here again next week. See you then. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to give it a review and share this broadcast out with your friends and family. Now, did listening to this episode make you think more about your own story? Are you wondering which parts of your own story are relevant to share with others? This is the question I get asked more than any other. How do I share my story? Which parts of my story are worth sharing with other people? How can I make my story relatable so that others can benefit from it? I've taken my simple process that I've used for years as a journalist and broken it down into a three-part storytelling formula that will help you discover the key components of your own story and how to share it. It's a free resource I've created to help you become a light beamer by sharing your story. Simply go to www.lightbeamers.com and click on the big yellow button on the homepage to download your story formula. I'd love to hear your story too. So be sure to join my free community on Facebook, the Light Beamers community, and share your story with me. I can't wait to learn more about you and the story that's inside of you. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when our next broadcast is live. You will want to stay tuned to the stories we are lining up for you next. I promise they are so good. As always, Light Beamers, I'm over here cheering for you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.